Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Today's episode, we're talking all about how to make more money without having to create something new. Now, I know if you're anything like me or my clients that you are a creative visionary, you probably have more ideas than you know what to do with, and it's constantly coming and coming and coming and coming. But at the same time, you need to create space to execute, to actually carry out the vision, to create the very thing that you got the idea for. And if you're, again, anything like me or my clients, you probably realize there's only 24 hours in the day, seven days a week, and 30 or 31 days in the month. While it is great to have all these ideas, how in the heck do you manage all of this and still maximize the opportunities for what you do, how you help people? And today, I want you to focus on optimizing before you maximize. I want you to think about how you can sell the sawdust. And I'll explain in a minute exactly what I'm talking about here. But today's episode is to help you dive into what you may have right on your very desktop, inside of your Dropbox, your Google Drive, wherever you are locating all of your files and the the very golden nuggets that are coming stumbling out of your mind and onto digital paper, so to speak, that you're going to be able to leverage and to be able to use more of so that you can help more people and ultimately make more money. Okay, so today we're talking all about a concept that I have called um, sell the sawdust. Now, I'm going to use this analogy as we go through it, and I want you to think about how could this apply for you in your own business, right? Because you're here because you want to make more money, you want to make more impact, you want to help more people, and maybe you're struggling to figure out exactly how that all fits in without really ultimately, you know, burning yourself out and not being able to help anybody at all. So making more money does not have to equal making more things. In fact, I would encourage you not to make more things today. I would encourage you to spend some time brainstorming over what your sawdust is. So what the heck am I talking about when I say sell the sawdust? So what I want you to consider is that when wood is cut, right? So lumber is being used for a variety of different uses and purposes. Uh, So To give you context, I live in the Pacific Northwest, and at the time of this recording, we still have tons of trees, tons of lumber, tons of timber. It's one of our main export kind of products that that gets shipped out. Now, over the years through my childhood and beyond, I have seen a decline, uh, just as there's been less reliance on this natural resource. However, it's still a plentiful resource. It's still something that industries Uh, people's livelihoods, companies have been built all around, especially, again, in the location where I grew up and still live. So when I think about, you know, 
wood being chopped down and used for all kinds of things, whether it's fences or for housing. For us living here, a lot of our houses are made out of timber. Now, depending on where you are in the world, that may or may not be the case. So again, don't get stuck on, oh, we don't have any wood, this doesn't apply. No, what I want you to expand your mind beyond is this is not just about wood, right? I'm going to guess if you're listening to this particular episode and this show, chances are you are not in the lumber industry. So for all of us, this is an opportunity for us to really think about what are the concepts and the principles that I'm trying to teach you and share with you through the story and how do you apply them to your industry, to your uh, particular business, to the very thing that you sell for your customers, okay? So again, we're going to use this analogy. Houses are or mostly built with wood, okay? They're wood-framed houses. Now, um, there's lots of stuff that's made with houses or made with wood, not just houses. And as a result, one of the byproducts from the wood that gets cut is a few different things, right? There's a few different things that get kind of um, spit out as a result of the wood that they're creating that is the highest quality. So the highest quality wood will typically go to a certain purpose. Now, in this case, we're just going to say for simplicity's sake, it's being shipped out for houses. Okay, the best wood, the straightest wood, the most solid, like the highest quality is being used for a particular purpose, aka houses. But the other stuff needs to be used for something else because otherwise it's going to waste. Like literally it's going to waste because they've already chopped down the tree. They already have, this is the potential for us to be able to make money out of. And how do we maximize that opportunity? Well, we've already taken our best resource, our best chance to make the most money, which is the highest quality. So for you, maybe that's going to be your premium products or services, okay? So once that's done, then what is left over? Well, here's the thing. Every time you cut a piece of wood, there is sawdust left over. Now, there's different grades of sawdust depending on how big the particles are. So there's bark which usually gets chipped into bark mulch. And that, again, where I live, is sold by the bag so that it can be used to make our gardens look better and to do a whole bunch of other stuff. But predominantly, it's to allow our gardens to look better. So we have everything from, you know, bark mulch all the way down to the really, really shredded fine sawdust and everything in between. But these are all byproducts as a result of cutting the best timber and lumber first, selling the best chance and opportunity to get the most money out of that piece of wood, right? The tree that we just cut down. So as a result, these wood companies are now able to sell virtually every part of the tree, every, every single part, right? Because if we think about the smallest parts you know, branches and limbs that maybe aren't useful enough to be used in a uh, manufacturing, like in a house, to build a house, that they would still be able to chip that down and make super fine sawdust all the way up to maybe bark mulch. And again, everything in between. So nothing goes to waste and everything is looked through the lens of how do we maximize and optimize this opportunity in order to make sure that we have used it as best as we possibly can in order to ensure that there is some sort of value to it that we could then sell, 
right? So they're looking to, let's optimize all of the areas of this piece of wood that we just cut down a tree for. How do we make sure that everything there is being optimized as much as possible? So when I describe this, again, we're looking at how do we ensure that we can get the best cut of wood so that we can get premium price for the types of wood that would be cut from that length of tree. So as an example, um, perhaps the wood, if it's cut a certain way without all the, the knotty holes, right? All the little circles and the imperfections, it's going to command a premium price because you may have to avoid certain areas. Well, in order to do that, you have to optimize how that wood is being cut, okay? So that's first thing. So we look at how is the structure of the tree? How do we ensure that how we take the cut is going to minimize, you know, making errors, slipping, having the, the opportunity to have these imperfections in there so that we ensure that we get the cleanest, most pristine piece of wood that's going to command the top dollar price. Now, it may mean that we sacrifice a little bit on the other end, but again, because we have a plan in place to now not just optimize, but also to maximize because the maximization comes when we look at what can we do with the rest of this tree? What can we do with the rest of the wood that isn't going to fit for our optimization plan? It's not going to go into the structure of the timber that's going to be sold for the best types of wood for the homes. As a result, now we can plan out how much wood is left, does it make sense for us to see, can we do it for other parts of the house? Or can we then use it to chip it down and now make it into bark mulch all the way down to sawdust? Because that way, nothing goes to waste. Every part of the tree is going to be used. And as a result, we're going to make more money from the initial investment of time and effort and energy to cut down that tree. All the, are you following along still? So. As we go through this, you can see that in the past, when you cut a piece of wood and maybe you, you know, you, you're wasting 10, 20, maybe even 30% of, of a piece of, of lumber, that now you're gonna get an extra 10, 20 or 30% making not the top dollar, but making some kind of dollar, which, hey, if it was gonna go to waste anyways, wouldn't you rather, number one, it gets repurposed, recycled, reused, but ultimately, it's going to help get better results, make more money, and help more people. So how in the heck does this help you? I'm sure you're thinking, oh, okay, so that's a great story, Susan. But how do I apply this now? Can you help me figure out how this principle of selling the sawdust really helps me in my own business? So I'm going to give you some examples, okay? So and if you're following along, if you're on my email list, if you are uh, following me on social media, I'm going to be actually demonstrating this in action. Uh, you may have already seen some of it happening, depending on the time of when we release this particular episode. Um, but I would encourage you because this got my wheels going where I thought, wow, why aren't we just doing more and more of this instead of recreating the wheel and constantly churning and burning with new and new and new and new? and not really being able to optimize our best laid plans to ensure that we really are taking that premium cut first. So 
Again, I mentioned to you that perhaps for your programs and services, your premium is your best program, right? It could be a signature program. It could be your signature product. It could be a premium service. It could be your bespoke coaching or consulting. So insert whatever is the top of your pyramid, the you know creme de la creme of how you get paid for your products or services and what people would know you for in the market that you are the expert in, okay? So that is the thing that you are optimizing for because you wanna make sure that every time you put something out, essentially you are selling that first and foremost because that is what's going to be your bread and butter. That is what you need to make sure that you don't let go of or sacrifice to the detriment of what it is that you're trying to put out there in the universe, right? So again, if we talk about the piece of wood, if I was so focused on, oh my gosh, the market is booming for sawdust, it kind of defeats the purpose, right? Sawdust is a byproduct of me cutting the wood. Even bark mulch, it's a byproduct of me doing my main activity. So please don't take this as, oh my gosh, now I have to go and look at all this other stuff that I have and start digging through the archives and it takes your focus away from your main signature offer. No, this is where the signature offer needs to shine. And as a result of you doing the signature offer, there's going to be byproducts that then you can spin off and sell individually, aka sell the sawdust. So perhaps you are a graphic designer and in your custom work that you do for clients, that's your number one bread and butter, right? That, that is your optimized service that you actually can create quick and easy tutorials or logo templates or uh, color boards maybe, okay? So that would be your sawdust. I'm sure there are plenty of people that would love to be able to know that these are appropriate color com combinations that would convey a certain type of image or a certain type of uh, brand message. And they would rather have a expert, an expert like you, a professional eye that would go, hey, I have some of these and perhaps you have templates. So I helped the client um, and I said, why don't you just sell these? I mean, she had already been creating her own Canva templates for a number of different types of graphics and images and everything that she was doing was fully templatized because her team helped her. And so while she created the original uh, designs and the original assets, in order for her to be able to allow her team to be able to continue to use them in the appropriate way that was aligned to her brand, she created simple tutorials and supporting materials that would allow them to do that without her having to really monitor that. So for her, although it this was not, like she was not a graphic designer. This was not an area of her expertise, so to speak. But this was something that was super high value for her own business, as well as for her potential clients and her existing clients. And instantly, I told her, why don't you just sell these? Sell these templates. It, as soon as she implemented, she was consistently generating over $1,000. And essentially, it was a passive product. Again? sell the sawdust. She sold her sawdust and she made more sales, more happy customers, more impact without having to create anything new. Now you may have to repackage or repurpose or add in some additional things that would help somebody 
in the fact that sometimes when we're when we have sawdust, we're not really thinking about selling it right away. So you may need to do a little bit of extra to rearrange things to make it a little bit easier such that you don't have to be involved or maybe you do wanna be involved and there's just gonna be a little bit of hand holding or support resources that you would need to be able to provide to them. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, it makes sense for you to do so, okay? so. That's a great example of how you can take something that you're already using. So for me, I have tons of templates. I have tons of email swipe files and things that I have used both in my current business, uh, completing this for clients. I write a lot of copy for my clients and I have over the last five years. I've done this entirely through my career where I used to review and send out email messages and different types of communication for myself and for my teams. I can't even count anymore. So it's very easy for me to come up with some of these things that will often help my clients to just get going. And so a lot of these templates are available, but I've never just put them together and packaged them up. So these are the things that I'm talking about, right? Where sell the sawdust. Side note, if you have an idea or you have a request for a template, send me a message, either uh, email me, info at susanmcvay.com. You can DM me uh, over on Instagram or depending on where you're listening to this, if you're on the podcast page, use the little mic icon and you can send me a voicemail right then and there uh, and just let me know what you would like to see because I do have a template toolkit that I'm putting together. And again, depending on when you're listening to this, there may be a link below for you to get more information or access. Uh, Otherwise, send me that information and I'd be more than happy to think about how we can help support you and the things that you want to see more of in an upcoming offer. So I hope this was helpful for you, right? To really think about the fact that there's probably, um, I hate saying extra because it's not really extra. There's already things that you're already doing of immense value inside of the different programs, services, products that you already have created that you could sell as an additional offer to either your existing clients or brand new clients because it is your sawdust. It is your bark mulch. It is something extra that has just fallen off the wheel as you have been creating and actively selling and promoting your main signature offer. As a result, it is something that is technically going to waste. And I hate using that word because I don't think anything goes to waste. I think it literally is just sitting in a parking lot, just waiting for you to you know, drive that car off the lot and make use of it. And so I hope that hearing me today and this conversation that we've had has encouraged you and inspired you to look a little bit behind the velvet curtain of where you are in your business, some of the things that you already have going on and what you've already created that could help people in a different format, in a different vehicle, in a different way, if you just had the opportunity to take a look and rearrange things, repurpose, realign, and be able to put it together so that other people now have access to it outside of those specific programs, services, or offers. If you would like some help diving in deep to ensure that you know exactly what your signature offer is, and then as a result, the byproduct, your sell the sawdust, please come on over. Uh, we would love to have you inside my inner circle at salesmasterysociety.com. 
and you can find out more details over on that page. If there's anything that I can ever help with you individually, feel free, feel free to reach out and send me a message and we will see you soon on the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.